0: Bueller, 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 Bueller.
1: Good morning, up and atom.
0: It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky roll call.
1: I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
0: With Walker and Roush.
1: War
2: to Wild. Hello everyone, happy Monday to you, August 30th, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Roll Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalin here on your Monday morning. Fellas, it is officially game week, I'm pumped up, the Cats have a football game in just a matter of days, the college football season. Is technically underway, but we really get to dive in headfirst. Huge game starting on Thursday. It's an awesome Saturday slate, and we'll get uh, we'll get college football. We'll get a lot of it. We'll be baptized by fire as we head into this week, and uh, we've been looking forward to this week for a really, really long time. It's finally here. I'm pumped, Roush. I know you are too.
0: Ah, oh, man, I cannot wait. This weekend was just uh, it was a little tease, and. I can only I can only take the teasing for so long. We got let's get to the real stuff.
1: This weekend was a bad little tease for what it's worth.
0: No, 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 no. It was a great tease because we watched Scott Frost just get put on blast. It was it was beautiful, wonderful, really dumb. Um, uh, but okay. To an extent, Justin, it was like we could could one of the games been good besides or can two of the six games be good? Like yeah, don't don't give me five blowouts and then one backdoor almost close game. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we can yeah. we could have done better.
2: Yeah, no, it, like I don't think anybody was looking at this past weekend's college football slate and getting all excited about it. But it was just cool to have football games on that mattered, unlike the NFL preseason, which when that came on, we were just happy to have any sort of football. We do this every year. We're 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 dumb humans, but we take what we can get. And that's just like any crumb that leads us to the meal that is the actual meaningful football season. And that is started on Saturday, not great games. Great games come on Thursday, and we'll have them for the rest of the fall into the winter, into bowl season. Then we go into basketball season, Roush. Basketball season obviously starts in the fall too. But once football ends, it gets the 110% full attention before you know it, March Madness, bada boom, bada bing. We'll blink our eyes, Roush, and we'll be previewing the Derby before you know it. It all starts now.
0: Wow. Wow. It's it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I think – I don't know what it's going to say about our upcoming college football season that the first score of college football season was a safety. But that's got to mean, like, chaos, right? Yes. So, the – Chaos Kentucky does well during chaos. A two Let's let's run one of those seasons back again. Let's make it happen. Except more wins, you know, not just being, you know, up there at the beginning of the year. Actually being in that crazy rotation of top teams throughout it all. Let's make it happen, Cats.
2: And the thing that I think some people kinda like I, I don't know if everybody got all in on this or but I do think there was a good chunk of Kentucky fans. Another fun part about Being highly ranked, and if Kentucky starts, if they go into that Florida game undefeated, they're most likely going to be ranked. And then you beat Florida, and you're still undefeated, you're looking top 15-ish, top 10-ish, somewhere in that ballpark where LSU comes to town. You win that game, Then we've already kind of gone down that hypothetical... When you have summer radio, you go down pretty much every and all hypotheticals. But another fun part yes. about being highly ranked that sometimes people forget about is it makes watching other ranked games feel like you've actually got skin in it. Which, like, again, watching Georgia and Clemson this weekend is going to be awesome. Cannot wait for it. It's going to be it's going to be a good game. It's gonna it has playoff in, in implications and uh, it it will it, it will just be fun. At the end of the day, it'll just be a fun game to watch. But like, if that game were to take place in late October or in November and Kentucky's ranked, uh, you know, just outside of some of those teams. It just, it makes it, that was kind of the fun part about 18 is watching some teams rooting for some people to lose. So you can move up a little bit. Most of the time in college football, it doesn't matter. And before they went to the college football playoff, unless really you were in like the top five or top seven, it didn't really matter who won and who lost at least for big time implications. But if this season goes the way that, I want it to go. That I think it'll go. Certainly, that Daryl Bird thinks it'll go. Then Roush, all those big time matchups will have some sort of implications on Kentucky, one way or another. That's another fun thing that if Kentucky can get this ball rolling, uh, just you're in the thick of it. And this time last year, Roush, we were pumped up. We were talking a lot of the pandemic. I think we knew that the season was going to happen, but it was a pushback start. All SEC games, you know, you know, you know the whole thing. But even as we were getting pumped for last season. I had always kept my attention and said, "I think 2021 is going to be more exciting. I think that's the that's the year I'm circling. I still don't know too much about the quarterback position, but uh, everything else should look pretty good." That kind of I was w- weirdly right about some of that stuff. This is a big season. You you have had some of the stars aligned for this year. It's not perfect. It would be perfect if you were returning a quarterback that you were really gung ho about. But everywhere else, as we've talked about to death looking pretty good roush looking oh, pretty man. pretty good yeah and uh i i know
0: we we still have a week more to discuss it and it can feel like I, you can definitely get some preseason angst uh and you know i don't think we're going to be able to really get into the x's and o's too much with a louisiana monroe breakdown But we're still going to, we're going to give you whatever we, I I just, I just can't wait. I, I, let's, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's watch the Cats play a football game. The Will Levis era is almost here. Ah, Sounds good just to say out loud.
2: Yeah. And it it seems like, and we've got all week to talk about it, it. It seems like this is a pretty, Well, it's a favorable schedule in general, but at least how it plays out. You're starting a new offense. I'm sure there's some things you need to figure it out, but Kentucky's a 29, 30-point favorite. Should win with ease. You get people excited. You make the offense look pretty. You got some bells and whistles on it. Good opportunity for Levis to kind of spread his wings, show off some of that arm strength, and you look good. You shake off some of the rust, and then you head into that Missouri game. I, I like the way the schedule sets up for Kentucky. I'm pumped. I'm ready for it. I wish it were Friday, but uh, we'll, we'll get Mark Stoops today with the luncheon, and then you'll get Tuesday, Wednesday, no, uh, and Thursday. Uh,
0: uh, uh, what? No, no longer luncheon. Just press conference.
2: There. So that's official. No lunch. Food
0: out. So COVID. take that, chicken parm. Get the hell out of here unbelievable letting the media members go hungry wow i don't even know how i'm going to be able to ask questions just, all right no. so is that just a covet thing i think so yeah you
1: mean you're still gonna go
0: well yeah it's the press conference that's what uh
2: just bring in your own chicken farm
1: no food no nick that's my my theory
2: I, great justin here you gotta take a stand somewhere buddy
0: oh there's definitely going to be some you know like that's I have a feeling it might be a little less crowded because of, you know, there's some people there who really are there for the food. That
2: chicken parm. It has that kind of effect on people, Rouse. You know that. <laughs> it's 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 pretty special. Justin, it's game week for you and your Hoosiers. How, how are you feeling? That's man? right.
1: Uh, um, overall, I feel really, really good. I hate that we start with such a tough game, but on the flip side, I actually love it. Um, it's gonna make it more exciting that first game as opposed to a cupcake, but I am scared that it's at Iowa and I, I would hate to start the season 0 and 1, but that's a very mm-hmm. realistic possibility. It's very
0: big for my under seven and a half. Uh, oh, Indian absolutely, opinion. yeah, that's like a if, huge you lose, game. if you lo- lose this one, getting to eight is tough.
1: Well, but, I mean, you're there's still other opportunities, which. Getting the eight's going to be tough, regardless. We we got a tough schedule, but we got Penn State at home. We've got Michigan State at home. Those are two games that are going to play a big factor in the eight as well. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Indiana but. at Iowa, three thirty. That is a uh, that is going to be a tough one for. The It'll Hoosiers. be fun game though. But you all are really really good, and expectations are super duper high. No way you lose to lowly Iowa, right? No, yeah.
1: we're actually we're separated by one spot in the AP poll. Yeah, but no way. It is, Which is just do
0: hilarious do, that anyone is in this. the AP poll. But that's that's how those...
1: Why is that hilarious? There. Coming it, off it, a great year last year, you brought nearly everyone back. I mean, yeah, you didn't but, lose but like, anyone of
0: importance. I, I, I hate to say this again, too, Justin, but, like, great year is very relative when you play five games, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's hard to... Like, like that's what that really benefits teams like Indiana and teams like Kentucky. If you play a truncated schedule, most teams that are on the rise aren't built for the 11 and 12 game seasons. They're just not. So, well, uh,
1: I mean, I that's, think- a, it wasn't so. just a, it wasn't just a great year, Nick though. It was, I mean, there was wins over Michigan, wins over Penn state. We lost to Ohio state by seven, damn near won that game, had a shot in it. Um, but it, it was a phenomenal year. So you, you have to give a team respect coming off a year like that, especially when they bring damn near everyone back. Yeah, you were yeah.
2: down to you were down to twenty one in the fourth quarter at Ohio State for what it's worth. I,
1: hey, but we came back and made it look respectable, didn't we? And
2: Penn State had one of their worst years, despite it, you know, being a short I mean schedule. Yeah, but
1: yeah. we won. But we won at Penn State. Don't don't take anything away from that. Okay. So you won, I'm, but like I'm, take, I'm taking a little bit away from it. Part, no, part
0: like, of the reason like I, I don't understand some of the Indiana hype though about like projecting to be good again this year. We would all agree that Kentucky's offense was pretty bad right last year correct uh well kentucky they ranked 95th in yards per play Uh, 5.15 indiana ranked 99th in yards per play with 5.05 okay as much as you think that they were illinois south carolina south carolina and iowa had more yards per play last year than indiana like i i just i know that they had a great ride and michael Penix is a solid quarterback but like the indiana hype is it uh, just i don't i don't understand it I,
1: I will be frank and say that i'm less hyped than majority of indiana's fan base just because it feels to use scott frost words it kind of feels like the same old movie i mean we've been here before we've been we've had a little bit of expectations before granted not to this level um uh, but i i mean i don't know i just i don't I, I really don't know what to expect, if we're being honest, guys. <laughs> I really don't. I have no idea what to expect.
2: Well, you're happy heading into a football season.
1: Absolutely, and- which is rare, and I'm going to appreciate that yes. for what it's worth. There and, we
2: go. you know, we can have fun at Hoosier Dingus all we want, but the the, the shoe kind of fits for Kentucky, too, where – Kentucky fans have been excited for football seasons before. Indiana fans have as well. I get what you're saying, Justin. You're right about that. I do think that same kind of feeling of optimism does apply to a lot of Kentucky fans, and maybe this is the most optimistic they've they've been heading into a season. So, uh, Justin, we're just kind of picking your brain a little bit, playing devil's advocate, but I, I understand your excitement going into this season. I think a lot of Kentucky fans are, are excited just – and there's a bit of unknown that goes into it. Same with IU with it being kind of a difficult schedule. And then the same with Kentucky bringing in a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback. But you like the pieces you have, and you're just kind of ready to get them out there and see what what, what takes place.
1: Yeah, and, and it, at this point, it's like me going out with on a date with a girl and like getting in a relationship. I'm going to instantly put up that wall because I don't want to get my heart broke after so long. It's the same thing with Indiana football every year going into it. I, I kind of guard myself against getting too hyped just because you don't want to have that heartbreak. I mean, and you you know what to expect from the past. You hope it doesn't repeat itself, but more times than not, it does. So that's that's kind of my thinking on Indiana football. Are you suggesting you haven't found love because you were worried about getting hurt? I mean, that's that's a big part of the reason I haven't dated in so long, absolutely.
2: Yeah, but Justin, you know, what's what's a little no pain, no gain, as they say?
1: Uh, two, three times too much.
2: Oh, you got to get back on the saddle.
1: Nope. Eventually. Eventually. You know, the best way we got, to You know, it's funny because I we did a fantasy football draft on Saturday with my dad and all of his buddies, and they bet me back when I was, like, 24. They were like, you'll be married by the time you're 30. And I was like, "Uh, okay. Bet every single one of them $20. So they were actually picking my brain again this Saturday, and they were like, hey, how about we do it again for 40? And I was like, "I was teeter, and I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to take it. So. Take that for what it's worth.
2: Huh. Interesting. How, how yeah. did the uh, – uh, well, well, we'll get back to your love life here shortly enough. How did no, the game – how, how did the manual game go on Friday night? I was able to tune in just briefly. You sounded great.
1: Yeah, my my part I thought was phenomenal. For game two of the season, I thought I was pretty on my game. Um, the actual game on the mm, field, don't not yourself so yourself too hard game game. on the back there, buddy. Like, come on. Well, Nick, you know, I mean, nor- I was in like you know, game – I was in, like, game seven or eight mode on Friday night, which was awesome. It was awesome. I, I, was, I was in the flow. So. What, the, what the kids
2: would say in his bag, Roush.
1: Mm. That's right. But the yeah. actual game was not good.
2: Manu, not good. Or
1: Manuel, Manuel just ran all over him. Floyd Central's young. They lost too much. They, they really never stood a chance in that game. I mean, they started the season with two of the best teams in Louisville. So what are you going to do?
2: So, did did Dugan join you for part of the broadcast? How did he did? Point? Yeah,
1: he was. Uh, he joined me for the whole halftime, which was nice because halftime generally takes a pretty long time by myself, um, especially this one because it was twenty five minutes and then they added three after Floyd Central came back out. So I didn't really understand that. So it was a twenty eight minute halftime. So Dugan was with me the whole time. It was awesome. Goodness gracious,
2: that is yeah. ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it was crazy.
2: That is, that is wild. That is way too long to be having a halftime. Well, congrats to Manuel. St. X, 2-0 on the season. No big deal. They look forward to a game against Mail on Friday. Oh, it's, it's a cool. big one. A oh, real is is this
0: house divided with uh, Trevor Kelsey
2: versus TJ Walker? Yes, and also the wife is a male graduate as well. So oh, wow. uh, quite literally a house divided. Yeah, if you don't know, the big guy, Trevor, he's kind of associated himself with Male despite going to Wagner. Uh, which is, you know, you got a whole nother. I, you got a whole nother I was
1: team. wondering about that. I know his mom's a big male fan. She always says go Bulldog.
2: I think his, like, uncle is the athletic director there or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, naturally, he just roots for those high school student-athletes now. Uh, out. Yeah, yeah. So, that's that's his situation there. Fun fun weekend of, of high school football, like we already talked about, not the most anticipated or uh, exciting college football Saturday but it was week zero so we were going to take what we could get Roush did you have a good weekend all things con- considered what uh saw that you were playing basketball last night you got the dub
0: oh yeah and uh man the shot that I hit at the very we we blew a like 20 point lead you
2: know it happened oh, so, so you we, all came back from a big deficit last week this this week you all allowed a team to come back
0: yes they we were picking apart their zone and then they went to man and it kind of flustered us Um, uh but we we ended up we were down four with like a minute and a half to go and the guy so the team we were playing it was all guys that were like two years younger than us so basically the young grasshopper was facing the old sensei and he tried to like like take a charge against me and it made me so mad. I was like falling to the ground after the contact and I threw it up. And I'm I'm telling you guys, I was maybe a foot from hitting the ground when I saw the ball go in. I don't know how it went in, but the ball went in and make it a two point game. Some idiot for the other team shot a shot instead of making us foul him. And we went down and hit a three, uh, the following possession to win the game. So big old suck it to the young bucks of the league undefeated through five weeks that was a lot of fun last night Uh, wow many are saying the team to beat many many people are saying and it was just up and up just a a great weekend uh i had to take two naps yesterday because i stayed up till 1 a.m uh consuming uh alcoholic beverages in consecutive nights so man it was uh it was a big time had a 230th birthday parties and
1: uh was a lot of
0: fun fun. and you know i did something friday too i've i've never done i went to a comedy club and watched stand-up and laughed my face off
2: yeah it, it, it always wild to me that you had said that you had not gun, done gone to a comedy club i know that you'd you'd seen comedians before but not in that setting it's pretty awesome right do you have a good time yeah yeah was, I, I don't even know who fantastic. you saw but just live comedy is pretty hilarious like it's just I too, a good time. It's something different
1: i too have never seen a live comedy show at a comedy club
2: oh no and
0: I think it's different being in a club versus like an arena or give it a good review, Nick. I'll I'll do it. Oh, it was all I mean, twenty five bucks and the opening acts, like even though they weren't like as polished or as great, like they still like were pretty funny when you get when you get in that setting. Like watching a stand up on television, way different than seeing it in person. And uh the comedian who was there, Josh Arnold, I mean, I I there was multiple moments where I was just like side splitting, all out laughter. So
2: Wow, fun fun times though, fun times. Yeah, that's good stuff. Glad glad you enjoyed it. So I guess that probably means Roush seems like you'd be out. Justin, know you were working it means no rough and rowdy for you all besides me. Nobody else watched it. Nope, nope, did no.
0: not watch it. Uh, heard Pac Man took an L though. It was, he did. A, it was a good fight a though. L's though, like the uh, the guy last night, Tyrone Woodley lost, and people
1: were like, "Wow, yeah, that was white a split decision,
2: dude. right, or something?"
1: Yes. Yep. Um, I had a buddy who had Woodley plus 2,000 on the decision. <laughs> oh, that's tough.
0: Yeah. He was yeah. mad. Uh, the guy who fought UFC was plus 2,000?
1: Yeah. On the on the decision, to win by decision. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
2: I, uh, the Reverend Rowdy was amazing. We're going to make that like a KRC mandatory thing next time it happens. Because every – and I was the same way. Like, ooh, Barstool, people fighting, West Virginia, it, this is – this is stupid. I'm not I'm not going to purchase it. But yeah, I swear, you watch it once. And then we had our draft Friday night. Great time. Everybody had a blast. And there were some people there. And I was kind of being persistent about it. Like, we need to get that on in the background while we're drafting. We, it, you all yeah. will like it. Just yeah. give it a shot. And then after we left, the, the host, who had, hadn't seen it before – and even a couple other people were like, we need to do rough and rowdy watch parties every time they do this. This was amazing. You like you cry laughing because it's just some of the content is that amazing. They had these two girl fights, or they had these two girls fight one another. Mm-hmm. And I've seen one of the girls fight before. She's like one of the rough and rowdy regular girls, and she normally just dominates whoever she faces. She's like six, she seems like she's like six foot two, has a super long reach, it's pretty good looking, but she just normally will just dominate whoever they throw her just some random west virginia girl or something like that she's an actual fighter and then she'll normally fight people that aren't actual fighters but you know probably have a little street toughness to them or like you know bars they get rowdy or whatnot but she took on this girl that like was smaller than her but looked like she could whoop some butt and these two girls like not really knowing the dance of boxing if you will and I'm not trying to say that to be mean because you'll you understand why I say oh, that. Oh, no,
0: nobody there knows how to box. Like, no, it's not I mean, true. No, they do. There are people you know, there in that. In do the undercard, the like the the fights
2: before you get to like the final five. The like, okay, the, yeah, the yeah that's early right. ones yeah, yeah, they just yeah. swing sure. crazily. Yeah. totally right about that. But like these, but these girls are even different in that extent because they don't. Try to get away from each other ever. So I'm. I am not exaggerating. We were literally. There was at that time. I think there was like eleven people at the house or ten people at the house. I, I swear. I think there were tears in the eyes of six of us because they just were literally exchanging punches to the face, just back and forth for a minute, and then the round would end. And then for a minute, and the round would end. The minute the round would end, and I, Roush, I'm not exaggerating. It was probably each one of them probably took fifty five punches directly to their face. And just because none of them would either cover their faces or move. So it was literally just punch, and then she'd punch, and punch. And it was like Rock'em stop and Robots, and you're waiting for somebody's head just to pop off. And uh, it was awesome. And that was was a fight nobody would even care about, let alone the Pac-Man Jones one, which was like good, legitimate boxing. He went against like the best boxer that they have in Rough and Rowdy. And Mm -hmm. obviously Pac-Man Jones is not a trained boxer, but he is just a trained freak athlete. And he got kind of schooled in, like, boxing technique and etiquette. But that being said, it was a really good fight, and Pac-Man Jones had never probably boxed in his life. So, like, the fact you can take this freak athlete versus this guy who's probably been trained in boxing for 15 to 20 years of his life, if not longer, and Pac-Man can make it entertaining. They've said they're going to do a rematch in November, and I'd almost guarantee that if that happens, that Pac-Man's going to win that one. But it's just, it, it's it's really, really entertaining television, and it's only, like, 20 bucks I don't know how much I don't know how much last night was but you get you get like 30 fights they're all only about five minutes so even if you're like
0: this not a whole lot of downtime either. no downtime
2: yeah Yeah. that's the nice thing about it even if you're like wow I don't care about this 330 pound dude fighting he can't even keep his shorts up which does happen good news is go get a beer and by the time you come back they're gonna probably be on to another fight anyway so uh it's I may have to like force you all to watch it somehow next time because
1: it's gold Jerry gold you better invite us over because I'm not paying twenty dollars for that garbage. Oh See, no, Justin, that's the problem. Exactly. It's,
0: it's 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 no, it's worth like a hundred. It's very It really it, probably. Is. It, I would yeah, probably pay a hundred, yeah. maybe not more it, than hundred, but it's I would, it's, yeah. it's the only one I've missed though in like a year or something. It's a great, great woe-brow. Yeah, uh, you game. and your
2: friends get together for it, right? You all have done some of that
0: stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, almost every single one. It's just this weekend was an exception to that. You know. Yeah, I
2: would, I would say maybe it's like maybe it wouldn't be as cool if you're just like walking watching at home with the wife maybe would i don't know uh you have to uh, i guess it kind of depends it comes on on friday well i don't know when their next one's scheduled it's they you know they do probably like five throughout the year so uh, i don't know when the next one is but they'll they'll do another one because they make money off of it and it's pretty cheap to produce so
1: fridays are out for me for a while yeah fair enough well well,
0: yeah usually they're uh, saturday but you know hey it when it comes around justin We'll remind you, and hey, we might even invite you over. Sounds Maybe. good,
1: Maybe. and I might accept.
2: And then, Roush, uh, I, I played dumbest thing I've done in a while. Played in a big volleyball tournament on Saturday in the middle of that heat, really, dumb. and was Man. like legitimately sick and dehydrated on Sunday. Felt absolutely horrible. But uh, it was a great time, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't really talked about the biggest news since we've been off the air on Friday.
0: Oh, man. And I just, whew, man, Friday was a wild ride. I mean,
2: wild ride. Absolutely bananas. <laughs> I, it's it's almost just like we're li- we really are living in this groundhog world of I, I can't believe this stuff is actually happening. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about it all. Yeah. UVA in trouble again, folks. I know that's not going to come as a surprise to most, but it's the truth. We'll come back here on Kentucky Roll Call. We'll give our takes on what was an absolutely electric Friday, a wild weekend. And this is KRC on Big X for TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Galen. We'll be right back. KRC on
1: Big X. Who else wants something? I want a bicycle. A bicycle? Well, bicycle have to take a lot of balloons, and honestly, Uncle Jeremy's a little tired right now, so why don't we do something like uh, let's say a giraffe?
0: I just want a bicycle! Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: Why why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. Welcome back.
2: Kentucky Roll Call. here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. For years, people from all over Kentucky have come to Genesis Diamonds to shop for amazing Swiss timepieces. You know them for the diamonds, but their watch collection at Genesis is unbelievable. Genesis has astonishing collections of fine Swiss watches from the most prestigious brands, Tag Heuer, Frightling, and Omega, and more. But now Genesis has taken a whole new level. With their collection of luxury pre-owned Rolexes, that's right. You heard about the special they had a couple of weeks ago. They're they're keeping they're keeping a lot of them because they said if we're gonna say we're gonna have the best jewelry and timepieces, we need to mean it, and that means we need to have some Rolexes. They've got luxury pre-owned Rolexes, sub sub submariners. Sub not sure. I'm not familiar. I don't have fancy watches, so. These are these could be new to me. Hulks, Daytonas, Batmans, so many others again new the, these are these may as well be a foreign language. I'm not a luxury watch guy. Genesis that means I need to get to Genesis. Genesis buyers score scoured the country hand in selecting only the best. don't wait any longer. You're gonna reward yourself or someone you love with a luxury pre-owned Rolex from Genesis. They're next to Shelbyville Road. go check them out. It's not just jewelry. If you're looking for a nice watch or a nice gift, you want to you wanna give somebody a nice watch, go check out Genesis. You're not going to be able to beat their prices whatsoever.
0: Oh, man, Terry. Funny story. I uh, was hanging out with a very good friend of mine Saturday night, and, you know, we get to him and his girlfriend. They've been together a while. They moved in, and we get to talking about, oh, Duke, he's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And, but he's like, Uh-oh. yeah, man, we... She'll probably get one here soon. And she she just looks and is like, man, it's funny. There's there's nothing on my hand right here, huh? And the next day I text him like, hey, you want to come over and eat dinner before our game tonight? Sorry, buddy. We're at Genesis Diamonds right now.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trying to get that 20% off that ended on Sunday.
0: Oh, man. So funny. So funny. I was dying laughing.
2: <laughs> huh? You know, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. If you I mean if you're living together, been together that long, probably time, right? Yeah, yeah, it's getting close. You know, he's just saving up, doing that kind of do- ordeal. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that either. Uh, all right, well, good, good stuff. Again, you're looking for nice watches. Go check out Genesis Diamonds, and uh, uh, if, I will. If, try, I'll try to learn more of these watches because clearly, I, I am just some sort of. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have nice watches.
1: If he made a purchase yesterday, now he is literally saving up. Thanks to Genesis Diamonds. Boom. Oh, I see. see Yeah.
2: Hey, Roush. Uh, I think I got to read you a little bit of, of a Louisville man. Oh, Okay.
0: Okay. Let's 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 hear. Let's hear about these
2: Louisville men. A Louisville man does the right thing, Roush. Oh, man, you found it. He's honest. He does what he needs to do. He loves his family. He takes pride in his work. He attempts to make himself better every day. A Louisville man has integrity. He displays his ethics. He is honorable. A Louisville man is not perfect, but he strives to be. A Louisville man does not turn his back on other Louisville men in hardship. But there are certain times when someone can lose the honor of distinction. But until that time, we remain together. And who better to lead Louisville now than Rick Patino? a man who knows precisely how to rise from the ashes burned either by his own hand or by the hand of others. He is a Louisville man. Hmm. I, I think
0: I know a Louisville man that
2: wants to get paid or else. Goodness gracious, that audio. I, it seemed fake. It seemed I mean, fake. It. it Chris it, Mack suspended six games, and we don't really know specifically why, Roush.
0: The, so, the only thing that Vince Tyree would kind of show with his hand was that he didn't follow the protocols in place when this happened. And when pressed first off the fact that they have extortion protocols is just hilarious but it happens so often over there you need to have protocols uh when pressed it was that essentially this meeting happened with just mac and gaudio and not some other third party but still a six game suspension is one more than rick patino got for katina Powell. so like i don't I, i that that part I, I would actually, if I'm a Wolf fan, I would be ticked off. Like, dude, this guy is, I mean, the way you all paint this picture, he's the victim. You all were the ones who turned in this stuff to the FBI. Tyree did at least clear that up and said that Mac gave them the audio and then, you know, he informed them and they went from there. But six games, man, that is, uh, you know, $221,000 and he's missing out on a trip to the Bahamas. This is a big year. For Mac and Whoa, the car, Bojito Mac doesn't get to go to the Bahamas. Oh man, I mean, just think about how bad that's going to affect the economy down there. Oh, like it's that, huge. Yeah, just that—that that was a, essentially a bailout for the Gosh. Bohemian economy, and now they're just saying, "Oh, sorry." So, and and what's weird is that we got the audio. Deener got the audio and played it publicly after the suspension was levied and after gaudio pled guilty to the bare minimum which in hindsight gaudio he pays 10 grand now he's not going to get to coach anywhere again because i mean he did sound like joe pesci out there just strong-arming somebody but he paid 10 grand and now mac's gonna have to pay 221 like mac, mac almost got punished more and so i don't we still don't know like what that's all clouded in but man that that uh feels like uh wolf man Mac is uh, walking on thin ice right now. And if there's one thing that this does is now all of a sudden they might have cause to not pay a buyout if things don't go according to plan and they want to fire our coach. You ever, ever heard of that before, Terry? Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I have heard of that. There, there's so much to take in and all this. And I, like on the one hand it is, it's, Game week, and I'm pumped up for this football season. And, and we have all week to talk about this game coming up for the Cats. But, and on the other hand, it's also like this was on Friday. They did the Friday news dump sort of deal. But shucks, we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it. So I, I plan, I, I anticipate and plan on talking about it. If you feel, if you're kind of sick of hearing about it or you don't care, it doesn't involve Kentucky, we're going to spend some time on it because we are a radio show based in Louisville. And uh, this is just another. Another issue with the University of Louisville's athletic program heading into a season that their fans aren't like over the moon pumped up about in either sport where both coaches theoretically could be considered to be on the hot seat. This is just another thing that they have to deal with. It doesn't seem I do we is is Chris Mack a Louisville man? Because was that the right thing to do? Is that is that showing integrity or uh you know, honor was that an honorable thing to do? And as we found out, there was a big in-house fight, Roush, over yeah this whole situation above Chris Max's head. Vince Tyre and L president Neely Bindapudi—they got into it supposedly, according to WDRB.
0: The, Neely was basically driving the the ship on this suspension. And
2: supposedly uh, she may, she may have wanted Mac out.
0: Oh, hmm. out. well, whenever uh, Vince was asked if firing was discussed on the table, uh, Vince said, I can't speak to that. That kind of leaves the door open makes you think.
2: Well, I mean, it's obviously, yes. Cause wouldn't that very be, wouldn't it easy to be like, no, no, no. He's our coach. We didn't, that that was not brought up in the slightest. Wouldn't that be easy to say yep. if it wasn't brought up? It was clearly probably brought up by Neely Bendapudi, who probably had the idea that like I, I am now president of this university that has just seen scandal after scandal, and I'm gonna you know supposedly she's made it pretty clear we're gonna have zero tolerance, we're not gonna allow any shenanigans, and then here you have this co and the audio is so embarrassing, and, and of course there's a few U of L slurpers who are like anybody that would dare get upset over Mac after hearing this audio has no clue. Breaking news! Guy who knows he's recording audio comes off nice in recorded audio.
0: Oh man, and he sounds—he's a really bad actor in some. Totally, of totally. Dino,
2: man, Dino, I love you. Oh love yeah, ya. I mean, he's it sounds he's like he's not. Like, thick. Sounds like he's recording it on a Wednesday. To be honest with you, why don't we just pop open some Fritos and talk about life? Sit down, Dino. Just I love you. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Your family. I'm not recording you're kind of extorting me Dino just relax I'm being cool listen to me and
0: Dino's what? like hey go to your toad Vince Tyre, and oh. tell him this is what's going
2: down poor Vince Tyre just catches a cross pew right from the bowels oh. like boy that that's got to hurt being called a toad <clears throat> do
0: you do you do you still stand up for Chris Mack for for not being like hey Vince is not a toad now
2: like <laughs> I, you know, and the funny thing is, is people who actually know Chris Mack or have covered him long enough, they've said that, like, I wish, I wish that it was Dino doing the recording. So we got like authentic Chris Mack. Because everybody was like, there's no way Chris Mack would let somebody talk to him that way. Like, if this was like an actual back and forth, it would have been so heated, so electric that you wouldn't even believe it. But because Chris Mack knew he was recording. He was going to be nice. He was going to say all the right things, except for the fact he didn't, Roush, right? That's that's the only issue. With you he, you knew he was recording. He admitted he was going to pay out of pocket this employee that was fired, which he I'm sure the Mac family can do whatever they want with their money and make any sort of sizable donations to the Gaudio family. I don't know what the rule is with extorting. I'm sure Louisville has experts on it after as many times as it's happened over there. But like, I do think that that's... I think that's probably why the judge was like, why is this even being brought to? Like, what are we even doing with this? Because Mac said, yeah, I'm going to take care of you. I'll do whatever it takes to take care of you. And of course, he's saying what he has to say to calm Dina right. down. Right. Yeah, like that, like, that's
0: what genius. I think That's the part that I don't uh, like. This was an active extortion negotiation where he's like, okay, what are my assurances? And then it's like, oh, sounds like this negotiation has taken a little bit of a turn. Now, you can you can say that you were just acting in bad faith. Like that can always be your defense. Like, no, I was just doing this to make sure that he said whatever needed to be said to incriminate him, yada, yada, yada. But like, he's not like, like, as you said, he was playing that game. So, um, I mean, the fact that we got the audio, I'm just so happy because of all of the Louisville scandals, the Dino Gaudio audio. I mean, not only does that phrase roll off the tongue, God, but the Gaudio audio, the Gaudio audio, but like my gosh, it's it's so much better than I could have anticipated. And the thing that's crazy too, Terry, is that Dino has always come across as this super nice guy. Like you don't hear people say a bad word about him. But man, that like I I don't know if this is just like a a thing, but man, he really came like. Like, is that an Italian thing? I know we are uh, anti-Italian. Like, I I will happily just fire shots at Italians. Is that just an Italian thing where you can just lose your temper and strong arm them? I don't think so. I think it's just a Dino Gaudio thing. Like, people don't act like that, and he just completely became unhinged and went full Tony Soprano, uh, Joe Pesci, and Goodfellas. Like, you name it, he did it
1: i only know dino gaudio from tv and i always really liked him but and after all this i hate that he went back into coaching because i i really would like to go back to only knowing tv dino
2: well I- a, a couple of different things first off uh, i am not anti-italian i'm pro-italian krc overall is a pro to lukewarm italian show uh roush does not speak for all of krc okay. with his anti-italian well, slander can i say i
0: pro making italian jokes is that cool
2: you, you can say whatever you, yeah right, however that, you that's, feel that, that's the
0: lane i want to say and like italians like to joke at italians like to give them the you know
2: i for one love italian food like God. olive garden uh Sabaro pizza
0: yeah, some of the, the in New York. Yeah,
2: some of the classic Italian staples. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we're on we're on the same page there, Justin. I, part of what you said is kind of where I was going to go next, though. Is he said, you know, I'm not letting this happen again. And compared to where Wake Forest has been with Danny Manning, and then. uh who was the guy that was all mad that Olivier Sar was going to transfer and tried to recruit him to stay back? I think he was oh, at Gardner Webb or wherever—not Gardner Webb, but wherever the hell he the was. Ball,
0: the bald guy, though. Yeah, yeah. I, think I follow yeah. him on Twitter, but whatever. They stink though.
2: Yeah, they stink. But they've been—they were a lot better under Dino than they've been. And I guess they fired him, and I guess Dino didn't feel like he put up enough of a fight. So like this go around when he was getting fired, Roush, he wasn't going to take it. Like he wasn't going to take it down. He wasn't going to take it sitting down. I should say. Uh, he was going to fight. He wanted his money. He wants his social security. I think somebody needs, I think he needs a financial advisor to let him know kind of how social security and some of that stuff works. But yeah, like, okay. what is- also worried about his money investing and just, you know, financial spending. You've been getting paid a lot, a lot of money for decades to either talk about sports or to coach sports. Where'd all your money go, Dino? And why does,
0: like, he feel the need to get to Social Security retirement age? Like, Social Security isn't just going to be, like, dumping buckets of money on him. Like, that's not how, it's not how it works. Like, the the benefit is not a monthly payment as what you've been making your entire career, Dino. Like, yes, yeah. you can draw from your Roth without penalties, but still, like, that, I, I, I didn't get
2: that. I, and, and what what happened, like, God, it's just it, it. The whole thing is so bizarre, and I get why U of mad at Mac. The U fans that are like Mac didn't do. How could Mac like? they they. Some of them have turned on Neely Benaputi, unshockingly. Roush. <laughs>
0: yeah, they will
2: yes. turn their backs on anybody that they think could disrupt or oh, interrupt the sports programs. My and
0: favorite then, was the the Bevins board. It was Bevin Yeah.
2: And what was that
0: Grissom? Yeah.
2: Grissom Postal, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Pizza Boy, Papa John's, obviously. The, the the funny thing is is that these it's the same U of L fanboys or media fans that do the exact same song and dance every time. That like if you're against the current coach, coaches, you're part of the problem, and they don't really care who it is. Uh, it's like they, they are gladly willing to pit academics versus athletics if they have to. And you got a few people that are out on Neely Bendapudi with this whole thing. Chris Mack is an idiot, folks. No offense. That is not what a—that's not what you do in that situation. And if you're that scared about the NCAA violations that Dino was bringing up to you, then how, Roush, how easy would it have been once Dino came in, that fired up, just to be like, "All right, hey, we're not doing like we're not. I got to go get. I got uh, company rules. I got to get a third person in here because that's what D, thats what Vince said that they were mad about." Like, we have policies in place that if you fire somebody, you have to have somebody else from athletics in the room with you. And he just ignored that and thought he'd be okay because he was recording himself. And he doesn't come off completely innocent in the recordings because he's talking about NCAA violations. Now it's on tape talking about them. And then he also talks about paying off Dino, if that's what he has to do, because he'll gladly do it. He doesn't come off completely as rosy as he'd like to come off in that recording where he's being all nice and mellow and loving and all that sort of deal. I don't blame UofL for feeling like they have to take actions. People forget that UofL is still awaiting NCAA punishments for their second major scandal, and what do they do? They have another coach that all – granted, it's nothing big whatsoever, but you have another coach that is openly cheating and where the assistant coaches know about it. While you're awaiting the punishments from your second scandal – it's that's not good. Like, even though it's little, it wasn't a big deal. It shouldn't be any, but I get why you've like, we could, we have got to stop cheating. We have oh, to man. stop getting in trouble for cheating. So I get why Neely been to He's upset about it. Uh, Vince Tyree, maybe thought it was a little over the top, but he should be a little disappointed in Mac too. I think he went to bat for him a little bit, but he should be a little, this whole thing could have been so easily avoided. If the second that Dino went in there so hot, if Mac said, Nope, I can't talk to you right now. You're fired up. You're being emotional. I better go get somebody else. And then Dino's not acting that way if somebody else is in the room, Roush. Like, if you know, if you have somebody from compliance in the room, Dino's not doing all that. And right, if he is, right. then he's coming off as a complete and total loon. And guess what? That could be the end of the relationship there. And if he wants to go to the NCAA, if he wants to go to Dick Vitale, if he wants to go to Tim Solo, then to report those violations, then guess what? You practice with a grad assistant. Yeah, you're already in trouble but well that hopefully isn't going to be the final straw in terms of how the NCAA is going to ha- hammer you. No, it's not nothing. It's not nothing, but it's not really that big of a deal. Mac just handled this so poorly. He deserves six games in my opinion. It it, it is probably a little, you know, it's that's that's six games is pretty intense, but I get you all just being like this whole thing was a disaster and if anything ever comes up like this again, Mac and you try to take it on by yourself, then don't. <laughs> You're you'll be gone if you try to do that.
0: Oh man, it was just the hilariousness of this all like, and and I, I was very happy too that one of the, one of the pieces of the fallout was like, like, this is objectively hilarious and a bad look, no matter who you are. But the fact that we've got the sheriff, not even name searching himself, but going out of his way to. Like you got
2: him, you got him so bad. <laughs> well, he, he, like I, I'm, I'm, he is unhinged, and I think a portion of why Louisville's fan base is so dorky and such losers that get on anonymous Twitter accounts and just like they're just just complete and total losers, or because they follow him. It's like folks, if you're a UL fan listen to the much more sensible and reasonable Mike Rutherford. He never wrote a embarrassing Louisville man article. He is, it was fun hearing him kind of break down everything on, on Friday. Cause he had a good, it was his birthday too. Happy belated to Mike, but it was, it was fun hearing him break it down. Cause it was actually, it was based in reason and sorry, deputy doofus. If you're going to retweet Kentucky players, getting in trouble Seven t- like that's not normal behavior for a human no, to be so excited great. to have potential potentially uh, a guy hit a girl like you're you're awfully excited about the it, like there's a little bit of like this is kind of gross why don't we wait till the facts come out and then we'll go from there but if you're gonna embarrass yourself with all that or you're you think that like Lexington media coverage doesn't cover things which of course is not backed in reason at all. And it's mm-hmm. such a easy thing to say, Roush, because like it, you can't really prove it, right? Right, like, you can't right. prove that coverage is bad. Yeah, uh, it would be great if the Lexington Herald Leader had the scoop back in March, but unless you were listening to the police scanner or you were at the party, there was no police report at the time. They didn't file anything there. So regardless, if you're you're going to act like an idiot with that, and you're a fan yeah. of U no offense. It was only a matter of time before it swung back the other way where all got in trouble again, you big, dumb doofus. So what did you think people were going to do when Louisville got back in trouble again? Not make fun of you because you freak out? Roush, what mm-hmm. of all fans have been doing, and they need to do a better job about this because you should listen to Mike Rutherford, not, not, not deputy doofus. All he does is just brings the little brother persona right to UK fans' front door. That is little brother. And what did they do yesterday, Roush? They did it again. There is a portion of U of L's fan base that are the absolute biggest losers our country has to offer. Our girl Haley Minogue tweets out that like, "Hey, UK had a or WHAS had a had a hour long UK football preview, yeah, and we did that because uh... we will happily cover UK. Other if you if you're mad that we're covering UK, go to the other stations. They'll they're cover they're covering U of L." We cover U of but we'll also cover UK. All oh, the humanity, right? Yeah, not a big deal. You, no, love I mean, and it's out. also
0: like UK Sports Network produces that, and then they share it on local television stations. It was like that yes. BB and Game Day thing; like it's a very common thing. But Louisville just doesn't produce things like that because
2: Louisville fans
0: don't care to watch.
2: You want to? They, they make what people you, watch. You want, you want to act like you don't, you know, you're above Kentucky, that you're, like, you're not little brother. When Local news station showing UK? You stayed with other, your, your UK station? <laughs> I hope you don't speak for everybody. Maybe we need to get you fired. You're a loser. And it's all the same people that just butt slap and fall along with Deputy Doofus. And, of course, oh, and of course, he would be the one to go to like
1: Radio Wars. Let's
2: check the numbers, which it's all out there. If any, I mean, you can see the the, the downloads on SoundCloud. Um, yeah. If if Deputy Doofus wants to wants to do that, but that's just such a dorky thing to do, and he thinks it's fun. Like, he'd love to go back and forth and be like, my show's more popular. No, my show is. Yeah, yeah.
0: And and that just shows, too. Like, he's just... He doesn't know how to act like an adult on the He does not. It's
1: it's kind of
2: not so much shocking. That's a little shocking. Like, he doesn't bring up good points, either. (laughs) He's not good
0: at it. And that's... You know what? That's what makes it high comedy. Glad that like you could take an objectively hilarious bad look and like, honestly, it's impressive that he's trying to spin his way out of this. But you know what a Louisville man does, Terry? A Louisville man stands up for other Louisville men so much that even when they're caught on tape being absolute, just complete buffoons, you can find a way to look dumber. So,
2: well, well done. It never... Well done. Yeah, and it never... it it, it's uh it's every freaking time like it's every time it it, you you it's cool has old deputy doofus ever taken accountability and been like wait louisville actually is doing things wrong
0: no i mean he's a man of what 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 is it Um... no Uh,
2: i'll do it yeah we got it here it's uh do, do, do carry the one here. It's a man of integrity, is what he oh, is. Uh, he's honest. He does what he needs to do. He loves his family, and he takes pride in his work. He <laughs> tends to make himself better every day.
0: Oh wow, he he really does take pride in his work. <laughs> no
2: kidding. Seriously. Oh, man. All right, let's go to break. Hour two. We're going to talk more about it. A lot of text. Justin, what would you say you're doing right now? Hmm. Nothing.
0: Nothing. That might be safe to say. Maybe getting ready for a break. That's probably Pro- what he's doing.
2: Probably so. Uh, all right. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Bro- TJ Walker, Nick Rouse. Who's your dingus, maybe? And we are just getting started, bro. If you are uh, just getting started with your day, it's going to be another hot one. But you are at some point going to have to eat. And that's where Salsaritas comes into play. They are delicious. They are good. They are everything you want in fast Mexican food. And they've got two locations in Louisville. Good spots, of, uh, good spots of town for a lot of folks just within, you know, 10, 15. It's, it's worth a 20-minute drive even if you're that far away from Salt They're in Middletown, and they're in St. Matthew's. Middletown has a drive through. St. Matthew's, newly renovated, nice big patio to go out there and sit undercover. They've got fans, so you'll feel good out there. They've got wildly addictive chips, great quesadillas, delicious burritos, seasoned chicken, steak. You name the meat, they'll probably have it. Uh, assuming, you know, it's normal and whatnot. And then download the app. It's going to save you some money as well. Just Salseritas, wherever uh, you get your apps, just search for it. And they do catering. I'll talk about that a little bit later in the week. They've got the new Nacho Table Tailgate. So mm-hmm. if you're heading up to the Krogue on Saturday, like me, you want to be the king of your tailgate, get the Nacho Table Tailgate from Salseritas. You can do it all online on the app or give them a call at 502-356-9468. Salseritas, deliciously different. And Roush, Kind of in the the, the the first segment, right on cue, little brother, at it again. Because now Vince Tyree has to weigh in on the Haley Minogue WHAS situation. Oh, wow. What? Like, seriously, don't you have bigger things going on that you have to worry about right now? He tweeted Haley and says, Clearly, I've missed some context here on this comment from Haley Minogue and WHAS 11. <laughs>
0: Oh man.
1: <laughs> People are uh, just
0: lighten up, folks. Lighten the hell up. Like, She's she, seriously like being sarcastic, and there's 85 replies to it.
2: Oh, they're just complete and total losers. Oh, man. Just own like start wearing around nothing to show like I, I I thought Louisville was doing kind of. Like, not a terrible job of showcasing their little brother tendencies. But really, ever since the UK football arrest, or not arrest even, but charged, they've lost their minds, Roush. They really have. <laughs> oh, man. And, and you have the athletic director. Either. Jesus who I'm sure we'll probably have a press conference at some point today to talk about what he had for breakfast, or maybe he'll have a press conference to talk about this tweet. Maybe I, 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 I wouldn't be shocked either. But just a reminder to to Louisville fans out there, stop listening to Deputy Doofus. You need to start making fun of him because that's he deserves to be made fun of. He's just whew, boy. From the same guy that wrote you Louisville man and then cried because Kentucky had eight home football games one year. Um, that's, that's the person you want to get your sports takes from or your opinions from, uh, be, be my guess, but he is making your entire fan base form formulate into this loser mentality. WHAS is showing an hour long UK football season preview. <laughs> Why can't imagine, can't imagine getting that worked up and, and being so triggered by something so trivial, but, uh, the anonymous UVL twitter gang Roush, they know they know no boundaries man
0: they really i mean 85 comments to that just completely out of nowhere i mean it got it really it's actually sad I, like and i'm 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 disappointed
2: right? at some point you got to get you got to get down to it where it's like you've all like how many of these L fans are all right with just being crappy humans like how many of you all are just all right with like hey i just want to be mean Because it's because you don't you your sports takes are different than mine. Like again, total definition of losers. And there are thousands and thousands and thousands of great U of L fans that make fun of the doofus that uh, that are embarrassed by everything that comes out of his mouth or every tweet that he sends out. But there is a portion of them that just love to give him a little butt slap. And I think it's because he carries the little brother torch for him. I mean, like,
0: (laughs) I will be watching WDR sports more often
2: knowing this. Thanks. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, man. And the funny thing about these people and the thing is that they can't realize it. Because the social media stuff is just this huge, like, social experiment, if you will. It's never never in the course of human history has there been something like this. And, like, there's been friendships and relationships and fights and murders all based off just, like, people interacting with strangers that they don't know. But how nasty some of these folks are. And, yes, there are anonymous U.K. Twitter accounts that are nasty and mean. And I don't try to retweet those or favorite those or do anything of the sort with those people. But how many of these people are just miserable, miserable, sad people? It's really, it's really embarrassing. I had had a lot
0: better way to spend my Sunday than uh, being mad online.
2: There was a reply,
0: and I took two naps. Okay,
2: (laughs) this one was funny. There was a reply to like I don't even know what reply it was specifically to, but just to the strings of the back and forth of whatnot, and somebody was like, "Wow." You called him a coward. You really took him down. But be careful. That guy's got a family. Somebody replied. and was like, he actually doesn't. Uh, his wife's the breadwinner. He probably makes 30000 a year uh, playing Radio Man. I don't know why. I knew Hannah in high school. I don't know why she settled.
1: <laughs>
2: First off, there'd be nothing wrong if I was working hard and happy with whatever amount of money I made as long as I was happy.
0: Secondly, this guy knew Hannah 10 years ago, and he can't believe that she stooped so <laughs> low. Like, that, that, that is the part that I really love. And, like, when he says new, like, they probably, what, had, like, a geometry class together or something as sophomores in high school, but, like, never really talked or anything, just kind of knew each other. He probably keeps up with her on, like, Instagram or something. So, yeah, he knows her.
2: Yeah. Uh, wild stuff. <laughs> I mean, again, if you're at that point.
0: Oh, wow, God, he just dragged you to.
2: <laughs> it, it's if, such a hilarious burn. It's so bad that it's good. <laughs> if if you're at that point of your social media career where you're commenting on people's personal lives that, quite frankly, you have next to no clue of how that stuff operates, it's time to log off. <laughs> It's time to oh, go make new friends. It's time to go for a walk. It's time to go to the grocery store. It's time to start talking to strangers because you, you at that point, and there's just this big portion of U of L folks, you are so disconnected from reality mm. that you need to take a step back. You need to, you just need to take a break. You need to te- take a step back. You need to get things in perspective because there are just way too many losers on this app that take all this stuff way too seriously. And Deputy Doofus is the is the leader, the ring keyboard, leader of all this.
1: Keyboard Warriors is what we call them.
2: Yeah, and it's it's like I'm not gonna fight anybody over social like over UK, U social media, that sort of stuff. But I I am Roush, you know this. Uh I go out. I, I don't go out to like bars late at night because I'm old, but like I'm very out in the city. So I I'm sure I'll run into Deputy Doofus at some time and I would gladly – I definitely wouldn't fight him. I don't want to fight anybody. But I'd gladly carry this conversation there. He seems to get really – he seems to be very easy to get worked up, Roush.
0: Oh, man. And you know what's even uh, – you know what's even better is that to add insult to injury, Kyle Tucker has done the recruiting confidential. And you, you'll never believe this, but Scott Satterfield looks like an idiot. Oh, man, I've been looking forward to this article. Uh, oh, some oh. high school coaches say Scott Sanderfield took over at U of L that same year and quote, it's almost like they've surrendered, unquote. Another coach says, My mind just went blank. What's the
2: coach's name?
0: Oh dead!
2: Dead! Oh, this is hilarious. Can you can you provide just a little bit of like what the recruiting confidential what you mean by that? Like what you're talking to anonymous recruits, coaches. Give me a little bit of background
0: so essentially at the athletic they've gone they've gone state by state to interview high school football coaches trainers etc and they've done it completely anonymously they'll like say uh coach one is a high school coach in louisville coach two is a high school coach in northern kentucky coach three is a trainer in louisville and then they ask them about the same questions and it's like hey Like, in in this case, I'm sure there's one about Vince Merrill. They'll ask about specific people. You typically get coaches to talk about how terrible, like, an old guy was. So, like, some of the stuff on Jeremy Pruitt was hilarious. And when all this series was being rolled out, I was like, man, the Kentucky one is going to be great because what I hear and what, like, if you talk to any high school coaches, they had that quote about Satterfield saying – My door is always open. We're changing here. That old regime is over. And then now we have people saying, my mind just went blank. What's the coach's name? I mean, this is hilarious. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. And that's another funny thing is that, like, uh, Deputy Doofus – do you really want to pick all these fights, which nobody even wants to fight? Like nobody, I, I, I don't want to interact with you. You are a loser, like complete and total loser. And if you do want to interact, you're going to look more like a loser each and every time that we do. So that's fine. Uh, you take this stuff way too seriously. This is fun. This is good times, but you are a complete and total dork. And for you to be picking all these fights before Louisville's about ready to get beaten by 45 to Ole Miss on Monday, hmm. how, what do you, what do you think your mentions are going to look like Monday night, buddy? Probably not good. Football season's around the corner. You should have done this stuff back in like May, so people had forgotten about it by the time stuff started. You shouldn't have done it this close to the season. And Kentucky's gonna have a good year, and it's gonna be fun. And what he's gonna, and we already know what he's gonna do throughout the season, right, Roush?
0: Just beats not out of him. Oh wait, no, he's gonna spin zone and going to no Satterfield's gonna be great until like week seven or eight. And that's when everybody's already jumped ship and then he'll be the last to, to to jump off the sinking ship.
2: Well of course, that that's obvious. But with Kentucky, as Kentucky's having their fun season, he'll just be but we haven't gotten to the bottom of the arrest, blah, blah, blah. blah but you have people in trouble, another cover-up. This
0: is a weird whataboutism. And and that's exactly oh, so. what he did in your response, uh, when responding yeah. to you. It was a whataboutism. Yeah. Which, like, uh, that's the worst thing you can do in an argument. It's not even an argument
2: at that point. It, so, and uh, it is true. Like, without me even saying that he was Deputy Doofus, he owned up to being Deputy Doofus. Man, really funny stuff. Uh-huh. a dude he is a clown but uh I, I i people around espn 680 say that like he's a good dude and like all this is just like an act and you know he's just playing a character on social media and stuff like that if that's true and i've actually never met him if that's true that's pretty impressive like to to be that committed to the act and be alright with people just thinking you are the biggest loser in town that's <laughs> oh, impressive God. if that's true uh,
0: I'm just so we're we're gonna get to the text on five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. But I am going to just interject with a random hilarious quote from this article throughout the day. Do so I just yeah, uh, with Coach Satterfield, the way he recruits, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a totally different dynamic with the recruiting boards the way than the way Vince and them at UK do it. Oh man, I just love the.
2: I'm not saying he's bad, but. <sighs> oh man. Let's get to a few texts here. 502-414-1450. Uh, texter says, Live look at Trevor's front yard. And it was the front yard. I think this was from several years ago, but maybe it's maybe it's current as well. Uh, somebody had done like a yard spray paint of the state of Louisville, and it was a big U of L logo. Uh, that would take way too much time for Trevor to do, Texter.
0: I think that that's uh, well, you, actually about my house too. There's a they, they like live on top of a hill by Erickway Park on Newcut Road, and they yes. they do their one up every year for gotcha. uh, football season.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it before, uh, but that's uh, it, it, it looks it looks good. It does. It's U but whoever does it takes a lot of time with it. But that's not Trevor's yard. I can tell you that much. Still waiting for the podcast to hit the app. Hashtag Fire Hoosier Dingus.
1: Mm. yeah my bad drop the ball on that on friday won't happen again listen did you enjoy the title of the podcast though uh listen. yeah i did actually
2: <laughs>
1: I, th- I thought it was appropriate so got him yeah
2: justin what would you say when you say it won't happen again but it happened a couple times last week
1: mm. well so it's a di- it's really difficult to explain but there were some issues with the station i thought i had it figured out with douglas then turns out i didn't and but we figured it out an alternative method just in case the first method that we've always used doesn't continue to work.
2: Do you so. think maybe if you hadn't left at eight o'clock to go golfing, that wouldn't have happened?
1: Absolutely. Hundred <laughs> percent. How I was, was Christmas like. It was good. It was uh it was in good shape. Uh um, my play, not so much. I was pretty terrible. Uh but yeah, it was fun. I did a par of the last two holes with, the, like, 20, 25-foot putts, so that was nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I, all... I didn't hit a putt all day, so I hit those two putts. That's what keeps you coming back. It that's is. what they say,
2: right? You're spot on. you got all the momentum in the world heading into that's your right. next round. That's, yep. that's the funny thing about golf. It's you, we, we need very little to get us coming back.
1: Yeah, but it was tricky. The first two holes, and there was probably, like, three or four on the front nine where it was a completely blind tee shot. I mean, you you couldn't see the fairway at all. You had to look at the scorecard, look at the layout of the hole, and kind of just spray and pray.
0: Nah. Oh, man. Um, one coach was asked anonymously, how has L's recruiting in the state changed since 2018 when Scott Setterfield took over that December? Coach says, I haven't really heard from him. Man. Oh, man. It's the same guy that said it's almost like they've surrendered. <laughs> I don't know if they've just kind of given in to Vince or not, but that's how it seems. Hey, Boy, we're not in the uh, SEC. Nothing we can do here. <laughs> I can't
2: wait to read this.
0: Oh, man. Uh, another coach says, I'm going to be honest. I can't speak on that because I wouldn't know. It feels like they just go out of state, which is fine. you got to be your Delph, but you'd think they'd. A lot of kids from the city of Louisville would be able to play for UFL. I've got Stoops's number on my phone My Louisville is right down the road, and I don't see them as much. Oh, and I've got multiple kids at Louisville right now, so you would think I'd hear from them more. Oh, my God, they are idiots.
2: Oh, I love this so much. Wow. I wonder. I mean, that'd be pretty kind of easy to figure out who that'd be, right? Oh,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, it would be. You would think so.
2: Oh, what a, what a treat. Oh, what an goodness. absolute what an absolute treat uh, I'm trying to kind of look to like maybe see who that coach would have been
1: mm, I don't know who would be but
0: yeah I mean I, I don't know like
2: y- you would guess the the usual suspects I, um, mean, I, I guess it could be somebody from just aspire because I've not seen like Louisville. they've got two people from Trinity and right now that's really the clubhouse leader in t- terms of they got two people from Ballard. Two people from Ballard, two people from Trinity. Hmm. And uh, that's as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. at least in Not the multiple area. Multiple
0: kids at Mail. Usually Mail sends all sorts of kids. I guess the male kids are going to Kentucky now.
2: All right. Three kids at Ballard, three kids at Trinity, four at Ballard. Oh, so okay. And then they've got like four from Manual, too. So it's probably either a coach at Manual, Ballard, or Trinity, I would guess.
0: Hmm. Gosh, that's so funny.
2: It is so funny. Keep them coming. Another texture says, no podcast today. Sorry about that. We got it back up a little bit later. Texture texter says, peanut butter is a healthy fat without the additives. Low-fat peanut butter is less healthy. Common misunderstanding of healthy food. Side note, Nick saying peanut butter is just really fatty right after talking about boozing and wings as well. Oh, that's Roush. That comes from JT. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, the natural peanut butter, too, is fine. Not as good as, like, the, uh, the other stuff. Have you ever had natural peanut butter, Terry? You got to like stir it up before you slap it on the uh, on the bread.
2: Doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head. Not to it's, say that I haven't because I've, I've definitely have heard of natural peanut butter. I just can't remember the time that I've eaten it.
0: Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, but the other it, it it takes out all the sugar and junk. Yeah, it's because, probably not you know, as sweet, huh? Process it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, so good, though.
1: <sighs> I've uh, never had it either.
0: Um, yeah, go ahead. Texter says thoughts on Tyree saying I can't speak to that if firing Mac was brought up.
2: Yeah, so we talked about that in hour one. Make sure you're downloading the KRC podcast wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating review if you don't mind. We'd appreciate that. I uh, it kind of came out uh, from WDRB is Neely Bendapudi, U of L president, and Tyree supposedly Bendapudi brought up the option of firing Mac, and I think Tyree was like, "That's." Completely out of bounds. No chance we should fire him. And the two didn't totally, not just, and that's not to say Neely Bindapudi wanted to fire him, but I think at least she said, we need to think of, like, we need to talk about this. This is the
0: options on the table.
2: Yeah. And it sounds like the compromise was six games, which I guess in the grand scheme of things of being fired, that's pretty light. But also in the grand scheme of things, like, hey, you were also, you were, you were attempted to be extorted against. Now you handled it very poorly, but that also is not, it's, Six games for that. I mean, who would have thought, when all this broke, right, that, like, when Dino Gaudio tries to escort Chris Mack, who would have thought Chris Mack would be the one getting suspended six games? Not us. But after you hear the audio and you realize everything that was kind of going on with the situation, uh, you realize why they wouldn't be happy with Chris Mack. Six games is not nothing, though. That That's – uh. And no Bahamas strip, as Roush mentioned. So no Mojito Mac.
0: Mm -hmm. Man, that's real tough. Real tough. Texture says, love was a dumpster fire. Yep. That old uh, idiom never gets old. Uh, Another Texture asks, have you guys listened to the Mac and Gaudio recording? Dino definitely came super hot and was very threatening. Not a fan of Mac, but that recording was very bad on Dino's party, came way too hard towards Mac, so the extortion factor is 100% fair. So, yeah, and I, I think we do have to mention the fact that, like, of course Mac is going to play it a certain way when he's recording things, but it was like I know the judge asked, why is this extortion and but like if you just hear the tape like it is clear like that 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 is by definition when you're saying you're going to pay me this or else. I mean, he said or else like seven times.
2: Oh, seriously. Yeah, and that's why if I was like I, again, I know Mac was recording, he had to be nice guy, but the second Dino came in that hot, he should have said, "All right, I'm just going to like I uh, we're, we're not doing that like this. Nothing's good coming out of this. And I think he just wanted so badly to like get him on tape, literally extorting him, but he, he got in it a little too deep. You know, like you ended up doing, you ended up saying too much, doing too much and you let it drag on too far where none of this had to be exposed nationally. None of this had to leave this. This could have all stayed in house. And that's not saying buy into Dino being a complete and total loser, but you could, this, this could have been handled so many different ways where it doesn't even get out, Roush, like where the public doesn't even know about it. And then instead, it's just more and more and more and more and more and more, more. U L in the news for negative news. And for the good L fans, the one who don't follow Deputy Doofus, I feel bad for them. It's just like how fun has college sports been for them for the last six or seven years? Probably not very fun. I mean, no. at least the last six.
0: I mean, the amount of like you basically have to have a J.D., to be able to keep up with all the different walls that they're breaking. So like, I, I could understand why you would be ready to, I mean, deputy doofus was probably foying, uh, reports, you know, uh, police reports to try to get his hands on it. And you know what? I'm sure he's got experience with it uh, uh, by covering the university of Louisville.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, and that, I think that text came in from a Plumley bro. I would be slightly curious cause that was sent on Friday. Now that you've had more time to like, kind of, listen to the audio read the transcript and you know read different articles hear different things about it do you still feel that way yes dino came in very hot threatening he is totally should be in the wrong uh he's he's probation ten thousand. you know it was a ten thousand dollar mistake i couldn't afford right now a ten thousand dollar mistake maybe my wife could could put the bill for me but i don't know if i could at this point so uh that's expensive it was a costly mistake for him it was a much more costly mistake for chris Mack and it didn't seem like he was in the wrong as much. But when you realize that that whole situation kind of came to light because of Chris Mack, he needs to get in trouble for it. Like, that, none of that had to get out. Not a single bit of it had to get out. And, yes, Dino, um, I don't know. I just wonder. I, I, I'm interested to, like, Cal's going to get asked about that. Hey, did you – and he's going to say you didn't hear the audio, blah, blah, blah. But it, I, I do think that's a fair question for Calipari to be like, you wrote a testament to his character – what are What a character statement? What are they called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those character statement. Like, did you not hear the audio? That was not a good look for him. And Cal, Cal will say he didn't hear the audio. What he should say is, I did hear the audio. It was really unfortunate. It was sad to hear. People have bad days, people make huge mistakes. I've known him for X amount of years, and that's soup. Like, that's what he should say. Instead, he'll be like, No, I didn't hear it, but you know, I, I can't really comment. I don't know what's he, that's what that's the road he's going to take. Uh, but that's interesting, you know, because Dino really did come off as the total loser in that whole thing. Not at all. Not at all. Um, he was he was he was mad. He was emotional. We get it. But it's uh, what an ugly situation for you. and we probably should take our last. Uh,
0: but first, a backhanded compliment uh, of Scott Satterfield's recruiting success. Uh, Kentucky does a good job. Uh, even in years, you don't have a prospect. They're talking about like just showing up to your school. Woo!ville probably does the best job now of faking it.
2: Gosh, it's like every it seems like everything you're saying is just not good.
0: <laughs> oh, what would you think about Satterfield's recruiting? Uh, not much. He has been in our building one time the first year. We haven't seen him since.
2: What is he doing? <laughs> ah, these are all different coaches, too. <laughs> If you're getting paid millions of dollars to recruit, why are all these people saying, like, hey, no, he doesn't recruit? <laughs> <laughs> Too much time at Nolan Lake? Oh. <gasps> <gasps> Gosh. Oh, man. Good stuff. But nothing to see here. Him bringing mm-hmm. D2 transfers at the last minute, that nothing to be concerned about. Nope, nothing to be concerned about at all. Yeah. All right, last round. We'll come back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Monday. It's game week, baby, and we're all fired up. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. This place is paradise. Sure is. Except for Randy Newman. Randy Newman? Yep. Just sits there all night and day singing about what he sees. Fat man with his kids and dog Drove in through the moaning fog Hey there, Rover Come on over <laughs>
0: I mean there's a lot of like
2: hold on come on okay we're, we're back me. way to go roush oh
0: it. i'm sorry i'm just loving these anonymous you quotes well
2: you really are uh,
0: yeah some of you them, them are man. funny too like like mark stoops doesn't you know he's he there's getting some some i don't know if barbs thrown his way but like you know i've got a few stu- stoops stories i probably can't tell <laughs> you know like Uh, He's a little rough around the edges, but he
2: gets the job done. Just love this. Love this. You really do love this. Uh, I look forward to reading it when we get off the air. Uh,
0: The only thing I think I love more is getting in a few swings at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy because there's no better place to improve your golf game. It's not miserably hot outside. You don't have to deal with hurricane weather, which, you know, prayers up. Shout out to all the people who are going to be dealing with that disaster for the days and weeks to come. So stay safe out there on Gulf Coast. But, um, Man, uh, back to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, though. Top of the line, three simulators that are, ab- no, four simulators that are absolutely incredible. Uh, and Bobby, he'll, he'll teach you a thing or two about your, your swing, too. Get you really in touch with it and make sure that you are swinging at your best when the weather finally cools down this fall. So head out to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy right off exit four in southern Indiana. Um, it's an easy drive from anywhere, and check them out at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Dot com. My dad actually uh, checked out uh, the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card yesterday. Went over to Jeff Elks uh, yesterday, Justin, and uh, sw- swung the sticks around. So One of my like, favorite courses. Yeah, said it was in great shape, too. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place to get out, boom, punch those Big X Sports Radio Golf Cards.
1: That course is about, oh, let's say seven minutes from my apartment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty partial to Jeff Elks.
2: Nice. Yeah, Bobby Cook Golf Academy, they've got it going on. Right off there, Exit 4, Southern Indiana. Go and check them out. We've got a lot more text to get to on today's show. I say we get right back into it. Uh, texter says, are you guys still going to do the PT's picks of the season, right? I actually used a lot of the picks last year, believe it or not. Well, I don't know why. I wouldn't believe it. We were uh, all pretty close to 500. It's so no big deal.
0: Yeah, uh, good thing we didn't have them last week either because I was who? I went one I- and one. Yeah, I, I was just that that under did hit, but I just I couldn't get it over to Indiana in time. So, um, you know, happy to uh, at least have. If I'm going to swing and miss, I'm swinging and missing in week zero. That Nick, I wanted. This week.
1: I wanted that Nebraska one so bad, but I didn't pull the trigger. And oh. and in truth, I really loved the Hawaii one too. But well, twenty twenty or hindsight's twenty twenty, they say.
0: Exactly, scare money don't make no money either. Uh, Texture says the fact that Mac is giving. Dino his word he'll pay him even if it has to be out of pocket while recording him is the slimmiest ish ever yeah you really did like you felt like you needed to take a shower after listening to that Terry the just yeah uh, and it,
2: it like it, it would be one thing if it was just like a third party or like if I don't if they did it if just some like third party captured the audio would be one thing but the fact like mac was the one who had it took it did what he wanted with it like that was i get why you was not happy with chris mack either i totally understand why a yep. texture says roll call happy monday folks it's going to be a great day listen you all make fun at university six like tj said last week it's like clockwork with louisville my favorite part with chris mack audio is him repeating repeatedly telling Gaudio, i love you i'm not trying to f up your life <laughs> all while knowingly recording him in fact try to f up his life yeah that, that, that's a whole other thing mojito mac is uh yeah i don't know if you can or can't say it but uh he's a he, he's he's a, a a bad person i guess is the word <laughs> i'll go with in, in that text message um oh man that is a, that's that that's a good point texter yep. like i love you i would not I, you know i wouldn't do anything to mess you up but let me take this audio to the fbi Oh, I'm known to being like a huge jerk. And Dino kind of catches them on him when he says that he wanted to get rid of all these players and get them off scholarship and blah, blah, blah. Dino brings that up. Mac doesn't bring that up, but he's he's he alludes to that conversation that happened after they lost in the ACC tournament. Uh, but no, Mac's just so nice and so calm in this conversation, Roush. It should have been a red flag for Dino that like, why are you acting like this? You're not, this is not you. Are you recording me? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like in it's Holly
2: Sunny where they rip open their shirts to check for a wire or the office where Dwight has to take down all his yeah, all his yeah. uh, his pants to make sure he's not bugged.
0: <laughs> he just immediately takes his pants off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
0: texture says espn looks absolutely foolish for putting a team on air that went zero six last football season the team was down 44 to nothing in the third quarter last i checked high school football games shouldn't be on national tv uh i will say in general the games weren't as good this year as normal but no that's a good uh that's a good intro to the football season is playing games like that the problem is that img was coming up for the to play at like in canton they were going to play a team from ohio and when ESPN was looking at stuff, they didn't do their homework. Did you see this, Terry? The, the team they were playing against was called Bishop Sycamore. First off, there never was a Bishop Sycamore, uh, a, a Bishop named Sycamore. So just the name on his face is like, what? Okay. Uh, turns out they're an online only charter school. Essentially, they're a prep football school. And they, like that texture said, they're, they're bad. But not only are they bad playing img academy they played two days before can you imagine playing a tackle football game two days after playing another one bishop supermore did yeah
2: absolute insanity yeah i was just reading up on the story this morning uh following along and like listening to the announcers just like rip them and whatnot i did not know they played a game two days before it's really the the only evidence they can it's really the
0: only evidence they can find that team too and like people dogging the school is just like all they want to do is just play football. It's like, well, you know, uh, there's not much out there on Bishop Sycamore until they got this nationally televised game where they just got waxed by MG Academy. So where is that? Uh, Ohio, but I don't know why, like you just like, they could have just gotten a team from Ohio. I don't, I don't know why they went with some online only charter school, but the, the prep school stuff, man, like, I can't imagine sending my kid to an online-only prep school to play football. It's just silly. They play like a national schedule too. It it could get real ugly for them this year.
2: And by the way, Bishop Sycamore takes on Johnson Central this week.
0: Yeah, they're gonna beat the hell out of them. Do you know that Johnson Central is? (laughs) What's that? Johnson Central is gonna beat the snot out of them too, probably. So,
2: well, I just wonder if like Johnson Central is like, wait, maybe I don't. Do we feel? should we play this game? Is this a real school? Like what the, a lot of questions being asked to Bishop. Yep. So it's a wild story. I'm sure we'll get more uh, details on it. Once people kind of start having to answer some questions and whatnot, but yeah, IMG Academy won 58 to nothing. And the commentators are just like, this isn't safe to have these teams play each other. People are going to get hurt. So not what you want uh, from kids. A texter says Joey Gatewood granted immediate eligibility a week after entering the transfer portal. There's no way you'll convince me that Auburn wasn't holding up the process last year. or there, there wasn't a gentleman's agreement for the Kentucky Auburn game. Yes, there 100% was, and Mitch yeah, Barnhart took it took it sitting down. And I'm I mean, mad about seriously,
0: that. it's like Mitch, grow a spine, buddy. Like, man, that is yeah. so embarrassing.
2: Because, like, there's like, I don't
0: even know what the excuse for getting a waiver for this year is. And does he really want a waiver? Like he's not going to play over Dylan Gabriel, so I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Wow.
2: Whether he does or doesn't, I'm happy that he's eligible. If he wanted to be eligible this year, then that's good. I'm, I, I, I didn't want Joey Gatewood to have to sit on the sidelines for Central Florida or wherever he went. Or if he went, if he went to Louisville, I wouldn't want him to have to sit on the. Like I, I just don't really. Joey Gatewood, go be eligible wherever you want to be eligible, and I hope you, you're happy wherever you end up going. But, yes, that was my first thought texter as well, like thinking back to – so he can be immediately eligible after already being basically immediately eligible before, third school in as many years. And But the only game he had to miss was one Kentucky game uh, because the SEC basically was like, hey, this would just be easier for everybody, and Mitch Barnhart said yes. But whatever, we wouldn't have won that Auburn game with Joey Gatewood anyway, so it didn't really matter. But still, just kind of a bad look.
0: Uh, one good look from over the weekend, AJ Rose had two touchdowns Friday night in his preseason. I know, good. So going. like I, I, of all the people I, I did not anticipate that he could be on the fringe of making the 53 man roster, but I, I, depending on the injury situation, cause I know that's what led to his first big preseason game where he had a hundred yards. Like Rose has really done everything he can to earn a spot. So hopefully he gets one when the cuts are announced, uh, on Wednesday.
2: Yes, Uh cool seeing him play well. Some ding- dingus was like, A.J. Rose should have been third running back last year. Uh, Chris Rodriguez I thought was better, but A.J. Rose was great. That was like a nice to have a, as a split carries kind of running back in the SEC. That was a nice luxury to have. Mm-hmm. He was good. Wasn't good he the
1: one that fumbled on the one-yard line? He,
2: he did, yeah. He made some goofs, but – uh had a good, had a nice career at Kentucky. I'm not sure UK wins the Gator Bowl without him. So I'm not,
1: I'm not knocking him. I'm just trying to assure that, him. That my own that, yeah.
2: that was yeah. him. Yes, and and that ticked a lot of people off. right? Yeah. so. That's a big mistake. Big mistake. Uh, LMAO. When did the preview for KRC before the show start saying your all's names, but called Scooter Dingus? <laughs> uh, that, that yeah. How do you feel about that, Justin?
1: That's fine. I, it's like hilarious. It. It, it's hey, hilarious. we're. Uh... We are what twelve days away from the two month anniversary.
2: I oh, really.
1: Yep. Who's counting? And I'm, and I'm feeling good.
2: I that uh, cracks me up. Yeah. If you don't listen to the Big X Live, you should from time to time. Ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM, KRC. goes seven to nine Monday through Friday. Replay the show nine to eleven on the Big X Sports Radio. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. A texter says, "Morning, TJ. Haven't listened in a while. Ralph sucks and doesn't know anything about football." This past betting weekend is further proof. Suck it, Roush. I actually liked uh, seeing – I forgot that you were going to be really mad if Will Levis started. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, no. Uh, That was just me being completely blindsided. Like, sometimes –
2: Just say it was your drinking days.
0: Oh, okay. Man, my drinking days were (laughs) rough. Um,
2: Hey, Terry Wilson, best quarterback in the SEC. Uh, You can't hold (laughs) me to my drinking days. (laughs) <laughs> so Thursday night, hey, he, he kicks off
0: uh, Wednesday or Thursday night. We can watch him play. I know, I'm excited about that. Yeah. And this weekend, I'm going to watch so much football. I don't even think the I
2: don't think significant others know what's coming.
1: No,
0: they really, they really don't.
2: I don't know if you Duke know, like, Boy those, knows what's coming. You know those like uh, sorry, Sesame Street taking a backseat, Bubba. I think it's Jimmy Fallon, like the I ate your Halloween candy video. Oh, Those, Jimmy Kimmel. There needs yeah, to be, yeah,
1: yeah. Jimmy
2: Kimmel, yeah, sorry. I think there needs to be a uh there needs to be a trend of adult males telling their kids or their significant others like, "Hey, you know what, you know, football season's here." Mm-hmm. So, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, sometimes if there's a good game Friday, and then once Maxion really kicks into the his things, maybe a Tuesday and Wednesday, uh it's football time, baby. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they'll huff, they'll puff, they'll They'll all, they'll all freak out. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't Wife be- was watching a little bit of the Browns preseason game last yeah, night.
0: Yeah, turned it on for a little bit, too. Watched Josh Rosen sling it around. He looked
2: uh, actually pretty decent for the Falcons. Yeah, she, she's pumped up. A texture says, 502-414-1450. Chris Mack has the Super 6 suspension to go with the Super 6 recruiting class.
0: Yep. It really, uh, uh, life comes at you fast, am I right?
2: And uh, Roush, you know, you, like a game of chess or Connect Four, you always have to be looking a few moves ahead. So Neely Bendapudi and Tyree. Neely Bendapudi seems like a great adult in charge at UofL. I, I, this is speaking from a total outsider's perspective. And I, and I, I respect some of the things Tyree does. I disagree with some of the things he does. I, I guess I can't really say one way or another so much on either one of them or the jobs that they're doing. But if there is like a little divide there, there's a little divide there. There's already a divide between you between U of L football fans and Satterfield. Uh, the butt slappers are going to support them. I get it. Like you, you're heading into the season anyways. What are you supposed to do? You, you, it's not fun if you're like we're going to completely stink. I get it. You need to be optimistic a little bit. But can you imagine the scenario where U of L football stinks? U of L basketball kind of stinks you wonder how has the athletic program been better since Vince Tyre t- took over? Could there be a holy trinity of replacements in the spring of 2022? Could you get a new basketball, football, and AD? Yeah. Yeah, you could. And if you're a UL fan, do you like that? Do you, like, expectations not high for football. Basketball, uh, bringing in what's his name Faulkner, that was nice. That was a good addition. Uh, but there's like expectations enough where if you don't make the second weekend of the tournament, people are going to be pretty bothered by that. Let alone if you miss the tournament again, then it's just going to be total chaos. This is a absolutely colossal year for the University of Louisville athletics, and I don't think Tyrese completely out of the the crosshairs here.
0: No, no, definitely not. I mean, this guy, it'd be one thing if he had built up a bunch of goodwill and stuff. But exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't have any of that. And he doesn't have any of the experience either, you know? So it's not like you just know that this guy is, you know, that he can get the job done, essentially. Yeah, there's, it, there's it's, no it's funny.
1: There.
2: It was like Jurich, bad, corrupt guy, but one. Tyre seems like a nice enough fella. People say good things about him. He loves, press conferences, but that's, you know, it's not, that's not the worst thing in the world, but they're not winning. So, uh just poor U of L, poor U of L. He's worried about social security and being the full age is because he waits to draw it. He can do side work with no penalty. But the social security, security benefit isn't that yeah, much. You, that's my I, point. I hear
0: like, it's not well, like you're living on social security alone.
2: Well, the, the point is, uh, uh, I get what you're saying about the side work sort of deal, but um it just didn't seem like a big deal to me. Uh, you if he really was worried about social security, but that's a good that's a good tax I'm glad you brought that up. Uh that's a good point. Good point.
0: John here, good. Yes, he beat Woodley Morning. Get it together. You have freaking L's down. So suck it. You are a trash program. Hey,
2: TJ, feel like I had a good fantasy draft. I got my guy Mahomes. How did yours go? Well, gotta go talk to you later. Oh, uh, Thanks, John. People don't really care about the results of the draft. Last week, we were just excited to talk about, like, drafting, you know, like the processes and whatnot. And we had a blast. It was a fun Friday night, and the big ones this Friday night. But I like my team. I was able to get my boy Aaron Rodgers his final year probably in Green Bay, and then I took Kamara with my first pick at running back. Seems safe enough. So I like my squad, but we'll see. A texter says, what the hell is a 30 for 30, and why is it illegal? Didn't Pete Bell do something like that with – Butch McRae and Blue Trips suck at and bad taker. <laughs> the, one. Um, the 30 for 30s were just little recruiting videos.
0: And, like, yeah, you can all, like, you're restricted on exactly what you can put on some of the recruiting videos. And I guess they said, screw it. We're going to, but all in all, minor infractions.
2: Minor infractions, the only, like, li- and it is, it really is. None of that stuff should be a big deal. And quite honestly, it would kind of be silly if Louisville got in trouble for that. But the issue is, you are on basically double probation at this point. Yeah. And if you are knowingly having assistants talk about cheating, that's just not – even if it's super small, Roush, the NCAA is going to feel like, all right. And they can't take this into consideration with what punishments they'll be handing down with the uh, Brian Bowen stuff. It's tough to kind of keep track what scandal we're on and in, in relation to punishments that we're waiting for because the NCAA is a little slow with this stuff. But – they can't take this into consideration, but I bet there's a part of the NCAA. It's just like, all right, at what point do we just need to make an example? And like, yeah, it's going to be over the top. And that, that's what I'd be worried about if I were of L fan.
0: Right, right. Because they have been pretty lenient elsewhere. Uh, and it and, has
2: been little things. Like, you it, know, it, yeah.
0: The the one thing I heard a lot of UofL fans griping about too with the six-game suspension is that if you're trying, if the motive behind this is to try to look like you're laying down the law and you are you're not taking this lightly, Nobody rewards you for being a do gooder and getting ahead of it, like that. That's that's not going to happen with NCAA. They don't say, Hey, oh, so you're now you care about it after cheating, we'll take it easy on you. That's that's not a thing really anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting any credit for it. And that's that's another reason why I would be upset if I was a Louisville fan because all, all of this, as bad as Doc Dino Gaudio looked, like it's not actually going to long-term Louisville is the one that's going to have their egg on their face. It's going to affect them the most this season, not Dino. Dino wound up being fine. He's got to pay a fine. He's on all probation, but like, man, and, they, they really yeah. have put themselves behind that eight ball with all of this.
2: And with you again, yeah, it's just been miserable. It's been ongoing, but I, I like some of you folks are listening to the wrong people. And that wrong person would be Deputy Dufus, amongst some other ones. Like, if you all just if if like Louisville's rationale and reasonable fan base won out, then you're you're definitely not in the situation. Period. Because U of L probably gets rid of Patino sooner, or you continue to just kind of cave into. You got rid of George because you had to at that point. You got rid of Patino because you had to at that point. And because you waited so long and they were able to pile up a double scandal, then it's double probation while already in trouble. So, yes, you bring you clean house. You bring in new people. You have to make sure those new people don't do anything stupid. And it's not like Chris Mack has been here 10 years, Roush. This is coming into year number three for him. Mm-hmm. And now you're already having him do stupid things. It's just you couldn't afford to do it. You couldn't afford to do it. All right. Another texture says, uh, I at the next rough and rowdy, I want to see TJ the jaw rocker against Deputy Dingus take my money.
0: <sighs>
2: I really don't even want to like be associated with him. He's, well, yeah, I he, know that's he, like the, he, the, yeah.
0: the, he the gamey stuff, play.
2: He takes it's, this stuff too seriously. Oh, way too much. This <laughs> is fun, folks.
1: For, <laughs> For him, you'll be associated. associated.
0: Well, and that's why it's fun to like go back and forth with like Mangus, you know, because like, yeah. Like, like that's a fun, spirited back and forth, and Deputy Doofus just
2: goes over. At last last week was like somebody asked what U of L person triggers us the most. It's it's far from Dingus because he's such a, like nothing he says could even remotely bother me because he's such a loser.
1: Yeah, like, like it's I, not, I he, I He's value. not
2: good at witty banter.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, meant, you meant Doofus, not Dingus. Don't don't misinterpret oh, yeah. him with my name. Now. We
0: cannot right. can get those two. Don't throw sense.
1: me under the bus in this.
2: Because he also is a Hoosier. Uh, it was in Santa Claus. Come on. A texture says 40 indicates on his recent article, there's quiet optimism about U of all football. There- oh,
0: for, who, is his source John Ramsey?
2: <laughs> oh, um, that's that. That's fine. I don't think it's often all that different. I think there's always some quiet optimism about U of all football. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, hey, week from today, they take on Ole Miss. Week God, from
0: we're going to make so Ford. much money. I mean, I cannot wait to just. Oh, gosh. Football. We're back.
2: We, we are back. are back. It's a fun show. We'll be back tomorrow at seven to talk more about game week and preview Kentucky season opener things we we want to uh see things we're worried about you know the whole the whole thing and then we'll get stoops today no luncheon just a press conference keep your favorite journalists and reporters and your T's and P's they're going to mm-hmm. be asking stoops questions on an empty belly so wow. uh, we'll we'll see what comes of that any anything you're interested in to get to the bottom of today Roush, with stoops and uh, just
0: getting a depth chart is going to be fun um, <laughs> even like we're going to take it w- way too seriously you know like that's what we do
2: and I, I can't wait to see the first media member to put it out.
0: Oh, you bet your sweet buns it's going to be a race against time.
2: I, I've i got my money on Derek Terry, just so everybody knows. See, drum, Drummond
0: money. is really pretty fast on it. Because in, in Drummond, well, I, I'll put it in a story, too, because we need the clicks, not just a screen cap of the thing. So that's why I, I, I would put it on Drummond. But I'm going to be racing for it, by God.
2: I, I, I wish you the best, but they say Derek Terry's got the fastest fingers this side of the Mississippi. So, uh, again, our thoughts are with everybody along the Gulf Coast in Louisiana, uh, obviously those in New Orleans with the hurricane. Uh, it'll be making its way as a tropical storm or tropical depression into Kentucky. Uh, could get some heavy rains in southeastern Kentucky, central Kentucky. So uh, we'll, we'll see it at some point, but uh, obviously hoping – Hoping it's not too bad down there, although it sounds pretty horrible. So our thoughts are with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody have a good day. We appreciate the text into the show. We will be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Roll call. call. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Tuesday.
1: Welcome to